This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning. It's Monday, April 8th, and uh, quite a Quite a podcast on Friday with a lot, um, a, a lot going on. But want to start out with the news this morning. Uh, gonna move this mic in front of my face. The news this morning is uh, Elon taking a nine percent stake in Twitter. If you follow Elon on Twitter, um, there's quite a. Um, essentially, Twitter is Tesla's marketing. And uh, he uses it to spout off. He doesn't like the SEC. He does some memes. He does Dogecoin. He's pumped. He's dumped. The whole deal. Um, Twitter is an interesting one. Uh, my particular position in Twitter, and yes, this is one that I ran up, um, was quite a far up on. I bought at forty four ninety. I believe around the pandemic time. Let me see if I can see my um yeah, it was 1120. So it was uh November 2020. So I've held it for quite a while. Bought it at 44, ran it all the way up to 73, didn't sell. Um it's a small stake, $5,000, um but it, it's down 12%. So it's not much. It's up 25% today. Um the question CNBC's having a little conniption over it. The question is um, 9%, it's a minor, he's not an active, uh, uh, takeover or anything like that. He won't have any say it's a, um, passive kind of, uh, position. So, um, but he has been very outspoken about how Twitter could a get rid of bots, um, B have an open source platform and C, uh, how they should be monitoring, not not necessarily monitoring free speech, but allowing free speech a little bit more. So it's an interesting play. Um, it is up in pre-market. Let's see where it's at. Um, it was running right around $49. Yeah, it's it's come down since it's since it popped. It popped all the way up to $50, <clears throat> but it's down at $47. My assumption is this ends the day at about $45. Um, I think all the Elon hype kind of comes out of this one. If he makes a statement today, you might see it bump back up to 50 or so. Um, but that's a that's a stock that, in my mind, I've been in. Uh, if you're a social media, uh, comment on Twitter, comment on my Instagram. Let me know. I've, I've found Facebook I don't use anymore. Um, I use it every now and then to keep in touch with some family members and some people who are on Android and I can't use iMessage with because the green bubbles. Hate it. Um, I use uh, Instagram to try and find photos that I like, but I found recently I am more annoyed with their reels um, and their attempt to profit from Instagram. It's just not something I, I typically enjoy. But which, by the way, would lead me to the next, um, uh, the next thing, which is 
I think Facebook at 220 is a good buy, but we may talk about that later. I may not, but uh, again, I think Facebook, when they're looking to make money, these guys are good at making money. So Facebook stock, I think is a buy. Um, but I found myself, I don't have a TikTok. I, I tried TikTok, didn't understand it really. The algorithm didn't really work for me. I get that you get sucked in, but the reality of what I want to use social media for is not getting sucked in. It's to keep in touch with people. So uh, I'm, I may be out of the, the norm on that one. Um, soccer moms who are doing, you know, dance videos and, you know, lip syncing, not my thing, but uh, to each it may. But, uh, but again, Twitter is, is, is where I'm a plat, uh, I, I typically use. I, I like the informational quality of Twitter. I don't get sucked into Twitter, but I am part of the FinTwit community. And so stock ideas come through there. I, I do think Twitter has some value. Uh, Snapchat, I think at 37. If I look at the algorithm, I think Snapchat was Snapchat a buyer. Uh, let's look at Snap real quick. Um, it was at 36. And today, yeah, you're in at 31 on March 17th. It's kind of consolidating, uh, consolidating up here between um, 34 and 37, I believe. Um, on April 1st, last Friday, it hit a high of 38. <clears throat> it's definitely got a volume shelf right around there. There's still a significant gap um, down. It, it gapped up between 25 and, and 34. I, I forget what the news was on that day. Oh, it was the earnings. Earnings, earnings report. That's what it was. Um, it sank in the afternoon, then popped up in the, you know when they announced earnings. Uh, you've been in and out of this one. The algorithm works not that great. Performance chart is 76% on the algorithm, but it's 198% if you bought and hold. So, but, but in my mind, Twitter is the social media platform that I enjoy. Um, so that's my take on that one. Uh, there were a couple of... Uh, Stocks that I saw over the weekend, um, CN, CNQ, I think it was what it, Canadian Resources. Uh, yeah, CNQ. Uh, and I looked at this one. This was a, a recommendation. It does look like it's consolidated here for a good amount of time. Um, the problem is that you're going to highs. This is an energy company, and I believe that energy is just one of those um, industries that kind of I think we're going to need to see the earnings from energy. And I, in my mind, energy is going to be a great earnings this quarter, but their outlook is going to be key. And when I look at this uh, Canadian resources, you do have uh, quite a run that went on. On February 28th, we were in at 54. It's trading at 63 today. Still not as good as Devon Energy, um, which is the crazy one. Uh, let's look at, oh, I don't want that. Um, sorry, my typing is quite horrible this morning, but Devon Energy, um, we'd be in at 59. It's trading at 6034. Like I said, anything under 60, the MACD looks like it's crossing down. The volume has been taken out of this. Uh, my assumption is that the volume will come back. Um, I don't know when earnings are. Let's see when earnings are. DBN. <clears throat> um, and again, I mistype it. Uh, earnings date five two. So you're a month away from earnings. Uh, in pre market, it's at sixty ninety nine. So 
um, it's not quite running. Uh, my guess is that you would have the opportunity to buy this at some point under 60 today. Um, and, and in my mind, that's a great buy. I haven't taken the trade. I do have quite a bit of energy between Exxon um, and a couple of others. Occidental is one of them. MPLX is another one. But I have quite a bit of money and energy. This is one that I would look at. Again, they're the highest dividend payer on the S&P. So I think that's a good one. Uh, another stock that I saw over the weekend that I particularly like is Edwards Life Science. And, and Kramer was talking about this. They, they just got a patent approval for a bovine, a, a pig heart or a cow heart. I forget what it is. It's a valve in your heart. My dad had this surgery, I think in 2011. He had to go through full open heart surgery to replace his valve. Now what they do is they just send it up through, um, through your leg and, and basically the valve kind of takes over. It's been done in Europe for a while. My dad had the opportunity to go to Europe to do it. He chose um, the full open heart. Not sure exactly why. He said um, he did all his research. I didn't get all of the information. I just knew that. Saw his recovery from the full open heart versus a, a weak recovery um, from a, you know, the new stuff that just got approved. And it just got approved here. It's been quite approved for quite a while in Europe. So uh, Edwards Life Science. I think they're, let's look at the, uh, where their stock is. Their stock is trading at 124. Um, in their 52-week uh, high is on February 3rd, or I'm sorry, December 30th, um, 131. So just before the end of the year. Um, you're not far from those 52-week highs, but I do believe that healthcare in particular is a, a um, uh, an industry that's going to benefit from, from this year. And that's, you know, UNH United Healthcare um, is one also that I've been watching. And this one you've been in since February 28th at 465. It's at 512. Um, you're at all-time highs. This is a great dividend play. It's basically the largest insurer. Um, their dividend yield is 1.13. Their earnings date is 414. So it's coming up. Uh, I believe they will place another record earnings. They just hit on March 31st, their 52-week high at 521. They pulled back a little bit. Um, again, this MACD and the RSI, the RSI is at 55 on the four-hour chart. The MACD is kind of crossing down. Uh, I don't know that the nine-day gets under the 21, and that's one of the uh, uh, stipulations in my algorithm. It has been using, it's been dipping down every now and then to the 200-day. The 200-day is right around 477 on my four-hour chart. That's kind of where I would think that it might dip down to. My guess, you know, my personal opinion, if I'm buying this one, I'm going in anywhere between 500 and 512. Um, that's United Healthcare. Uh, ironically, when we're talking about energy, and I'll skip back to energy, is uh, Exxon. Um, Exxon. We had a buy-in um, on March 22nd at 81.76. There are a lot of gaps in Exxon. Um, there's one down around 60. I don't think that you're getting down to 60 anymore. There is also one between 79.76 and 79.94. And I don't know that that gap necessarily, it hasn't been covered completely, uh, partially. But the RSI is at 50. The MACD is, is close to the oscillator and it's crossing you know, down or up. It's not very, very indicative. 
but the um the volume has been taken out of this and what's interesting again volume is kind of the the go forward hey if you see an increase in volume it's a good one blah 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 um chevron is one too that one's been consolidating around the 160 portion um it closed at 164 and you're seeing the the 50 day is kind of being used as the uh, support on this one, and it's right at the 50 day. Uh, I think their report. Let's see where their earnings comes out of. Um, earnings on Chevron. The earnings date is 4:28, so you're about 28 days away. <clears throat> it's trading at 165 in the pre market. Um, in my mind, I think Chevron's a good opportunity for you. I think if you can get it at about 160, that would be great. Uh, right at 161, it looks like is the 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 50 day. And again, this one on a four hour chart has been using that 50 day as support level completely. Um, and it's significantly come down since its highs. Um, it looks like its 52 week high was back on uh, March 10th, 174. And I think that's the day actually that uh, oil went to 150 as well. Um, and as long as we're on oil, UCO, um, WTI crude has not necessarily gone up. UCO, um, let's, again, I can't type. Um, UCO is at trading at 163 pre-market. It looks like it took off um, here. So it, it's, it's been quite up uh, in the pre-market. It closed at 156. Um, my guess is that this is just a, another energy play. It's completely over overbought right now um, on a one on a five minute chart, so I wouldn't touch that one. Uh, next one, Newmont Mining is an interesting one, and and the symbol on this one is N E M. And what's interesting about this one is this was on Friday's um, uh, closing bell. And I saw Carter Worth do a chart on this one. And he basically said, hey, this is setting up for a perfect, perfect setup to go higher. You're at all-time highs here. Um, the question is, do you go higher? And NEM uh, is, it, it's a symmetrical setup is what he sells. And if you, if you look, check out Worth my, uh, charting on Twitter if you want to see more. Um, the Halgo has us in at 63, but it's had quite a run. It's at its 52-week high. I, the only reason I mention it is because if you wanted to get into mining, this might be a good opportunity, and Carter really had a lot of um, thoughts on this one. So maybe check out the, the podcast on um, Friday's Closing Bell. Uh, CNBC, they post it. They have the videos up usually on their uh, uh, website as well, and I think it's on demand. But... That's an interesting one. And and the only reason again, the only reason I brought it up is he was so, you know, sure that hey, this setup is perfect. So, uh maybe check that out. Analysts over the weekend have said Etsy uh is oversold and, and it completely is. The RSI is at 40. Um the MACD's crossing down. You're at 127. The algorithm had us buy in and and it hasn't done well. The algorithm just has not done well on this one. You're still in a falling knife pattern. The 50-day is kind of turning down the 200-day. If I go to the daily on this one, this one might be good to look at the daily just to see. <clears throat> yeah, it's in a downward trend. Um, the, the death cross happened on February 3rd. Um, it's moved down since then. Uh, but the 50-day uh, the does look like it's flattening out. 
In my mind, I'm going to keep an eye on this one. You would be out based on the algorithm. You would not be in on this one, but this is one that I'm taking a look at just because over the weekend, a lot of people said that it was oversold. There was uh, an agreement, going back to energy, Lithuania uh, signed an agreement with a U.S. natural gas firm. Um, this one might be a quite a, uh, quite a play. Um, let me look at, if I look at, oh, I don't even Twitter open here. Um, if I look at, let me look at my notifications because Thomas had mentioned something. Um, uh, let's look, um, Zim, we're going to go over that one. Um, LAC. Yeah, LAC looks like it's, I think I mentioned this one. It closed up. Uh, LAC is trading at 39. Um, this is lithium. But, but again, uh, Lithuania, this might, their, their agreement might lead, uh, lead more Europe firms to sign agreements with, uh, natural gas companies from the U.S. So, uh, I think that's an interesting, interesting news article that I think deserves to be looked at. I'm sorry to go off on that one, but uh, LAC, I think, again, if we look at the algorithm on LAC, and I didn't do a lot of research into that lithium, uh, into, sorry, into that Lithuania, um, but I had them, for some reason, I had them put together in Lithuania and lithium kind of stick in my mind. But uh, LAC, quite a run. We're at 38. Um, we are at all time highs, um, 52 week high. I'm sorry. The 52 week high was back in November 41. You're at 31 right now. Um, you would be in this one as of 26. Um, you're, you're setting up the 50 day crossed up, uh, is about to cross up. So I do think that there's more room to come and you have volume on this one. The, the problem is that the, on a four hour chart, the, the RSI is at 71 and the MACD is quite extended. Um, if you can get more volume in here, that would support a move upward. So the volume is going to be a key point in LAC. If you see volume start to take off, take your, take your position off because we'll be start going back down to um, the support level. Looks like it's around 32 here. Um, I would say anywhere between... Um, 30 and 32 is, is support. Um, the 52 week is kind of at 32. So, um, that's where I would see support coming in on this one. Um, but again, if you see the volume continue to trend down, uh, my position would be take your, uh, take your bets on this one. Um, let's see, uh, healthcare UNC Neo. Remember a few weeks ago where I said, hey, if Neo gets under 20, you should buy it. Um, it dipped to 19 on, um, yeah, March 25th. Today, Neo is up. And my belief is Neo is up because Tesla has said they can't start um, their Shanghai factory again. But, um, it's up. Oh, Neo reported record delivery. That's what it is. Um, with Q1, 25,000 vehicles, 25,768 vehicles in the first quarter. Um, that's a 28% increase. They went from 2193 to 23 today. 
Um, you would be in this one as of March 17th on 1793 from the algorithm. This has been quite a quite a stock. Um, you would be up 515% in 1,000 candles with 24 positions. Um, just buying and holding, you would be up 683%. But uh, I'm seeing the volume kind of pick up on this one. Earnings uh, aren't coming out until their earnings date is 427. Um, which should be interesting. My guess is that this one runs to 25. I don't know that I'm necessarily in it for that 10, 8, 8 to 10% uh, gain. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know that I'd necessarily get out of this one either. Um, again, the, the RSI is kind of down. Um, I'm sorry, the RSI is at 56. The MACD is kind of crossing a little. My assumption is that volume comes into this one and drives it a little higher. Um, but it really depends on China's shutdown on this one. Um, so um, Dow Industrials, uh, I'm sorry, Dow Transports is what I want to talk about. Now, Dow Transports are down 4% um, year to date. And when you look at some of the railroads, it's interesting because um, uh, United Pacific was down 4%. Um, CSX was down uh, 5%. These were significantly down. UPS was down 3, 3.5%. FedEx was down 4%. JB Hunt down 10%. Um, let's look at a JB Hunt. JBH. Uh, Hunt. Uh, JB Hunt. JBHT. There it is. Um, you're looking at quite a downturn here. And the RSI, I, I mean, on Friday, the RSI went down to 20. Um, let's see where they're trading today because I do think this may be um, an overreaction. And one of the things that I constantly look at is every reaction in the market is an overreaction. They're at 182. Um, this is a stock that as of... Um, you know, the middle of March was trading up at 216. Uh, they have just taken a tumble. And I think the belief is that um, uh, transportation stocks were sliding on Friday afternoon after March data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics showed transportation and warehousing employment fell by 500 jobs, having added 69,000 people in uh, February. So, um, Price target 245 from 232 keeps overweight rating. There's still a lot of um, a lot of positives on these. <clears throat> so if you want, go to Finviz. This is all I do, and look at your railroads um, and integrated in the uh, as far as the industrials. And that's your transport segment. You can also pull up any website that'll show you the transport segment. But that's a segment that was hit <clears throat> hard on Friday, and it looks like it was from the 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 um the jobs report. Uh, I do believe that that that's an industry that you can get back into because the next industry that I want to talk about are the shippers. Uh, one of the things Thomas had pointed out a uh an analyst uh named Randy Given who was highly rated. Um, I haven't looked him up honest honestly. Um, I didn't get a chance to yesterday. Um, uh, Thomas, but 
EGLE is one. Um, it's got a high, high RSI, high MACD. It's gone on quite a run, but that's one that Randy says. The one I like in this group is SBLK. And I brought this one up, it, uh, you know, uh, last week. It took a dip down to 26 um, on March the 29th, so on Wednesday. And it just shot right back up. And you're at $30 today. Um, this is one that has a good dividend. The dividend yield is 26%. Um, they're trading at $30.40 in pre-market. Um, but it's been consolidating here between 28 and 30. And it's 52-week high is 32 back on February 28th. And February 28th was the ex-dividend date. Um, so you had the, the high there. Uh, my assumption is that this runs back up to the ex-dividend date. You get a 25%. The next ex-dividend date mm, doesn't tell me, but I'd have to look that up. Looks like it's probably in, I would say, last year. Let me look when it was last year. Last year, it was May 18th. So probably the middle of May is when you're looking at your next ex-dividend date. Um, I'm sorry, the ex-dividend date, that was the earnings, was May 27th. So the end of May is when you're looking at your next dividend. In my mind, I think this one continues to run. I think it's in this neighborhood. I think if you can grab this one under 30, get it under 30, hold it for the dividend. Um, this is the one I like. There's another one that I like, which is Zim. Um, and, and Thomas pointed out that um, Randy didn't like Zim, that it had run. Uh, this one took a $17 dividend on March 22nd. And you saw the volume on March 22nd. It was crazy the amount of selling so people took that dividend and basically ran with it this is still in a downward trend but in my mind this one again if volume shows up this one starts to run back up to that 90 dollar level and then you get another dividend um probably at the end of um when was it let's see let's move back to i would say june would be the next dividend <clears throat> um their ex-dividend date was actually looks like August. So they skipped almost a full quarter of dividends. But um, I think you could run this one up. They're, I mean, you know, again, their ex-dividend, their, their dividend yield is huge just because of that $17 dividend. But I think this, is, this was my favorite. Um, when you look at the other one that, that Randy likes, DAC, uh, Deneos, I think it's called. But this one's been consolidating between 100 and 105. Um, their ex-dividend date, let's look at their next ex-dividend date. I don't think it has it listed. Um, their earnings date is the 9th of May, so just over a month. Um, their dividend yield is 2.88%, but they did have significant investment in Zim with that $17 dividend. So they may report a, a crazy, crazy um, cash balance uh, with that dividend. And who knows, maybe they'll give a special dividend, but that's one to look at. Another energy name, and, and I swear this is the end of it, but another energy name that I like is Fang. Um, and when you look at Fang, uh, this is Diamond Mac Energies. And I brought this one up, I believe in February. Um, and February, it was trading at about, um, you know, uh, 126. 
It's at 138 right now. There's a significant gap up here between 142 and 145. There's a gap below as well, but that gap below, uh, no, it hasn't been filled. The gap below is between 128 and 126. You've got the MACD crossing down on this one, and the RSI is right in the middle at 51. Uh, this one has used the 200-day to bounce off of several times over the past six months. Um, and, and basically, every time it backs, back, bounces up past the 50-day. The 50-day right now is at 135. And again, this is on a four-hour chart on the algorithm. It's at 135. And the 200-day is at 122. This one's trading at 138. So it's got quite a long way to go to get down towards 122. My assumption is that this 200-day moves up to the 125, 127 level, and that's where that gap is, and that's where this one trades down to. I think Fang trades down there. Again, if, if for some reason uh, a, a catalyst happens, um, then we've got an opportunity here to kind of buy in. Um, their earnings date is five, two. So you got just over a month in my mind. I think this month takes it down a little bit. You would be in this one as of March 18th at one thirty-three, but that nine day is moving down. Um, their ex, their dividend is only 1.73. So you're not holding on to this one. In my mind, I think this one has an opportunity, but I think it pulls back to one twenty something. And I'm just kind of giving you an early play on that one. Um, pre-market looks like Apple is kind of flat. Uh, what's my big movers? Arc F one and a half percent. Oh, Chinese stocks. Um, uh, Billy, Bill Holdings, um, Billy, uh, B I L L I think is what it is. Um, this one was going crazy. No. Uh, what is the Chinese name, B-I-L-I, -I, that's the one, B-I-L-I. -I. This one was going nuts in pre-market. Um, it is, yep, up about 15%, looks like, 12% maybe. Um, it's at $30, closed at 27 This is a Chinese company. Um, this one has been going nuts. You would be in this one at 26 as of March 16th on the algorithm. Um, I don't know that you necessarily buy in this one. BABA has been going crazy, and I think I brought BABA up that it was a risk. March 17th, you'd be in this one at 99. Today, uh, BABA is at 115. So a nice 15% gain, 16% gain there. Um, you do have some gaps in BABA uh, on the downward trajectory. But I think this one makes its golden cross here coming up uh, soon. And I think this one's off to the races. So I still hold it. Um, I've held it for quite a while. I'm losing money on it. But I think that's, that's one that, that is good. Uh, Oxy is up 1.5%. Um, QCLN, the clean energy, 1.31% in pre-market. Um, Twitter. Again, it's kind of taken off a little bit, it hit a floor of 47, kind of went upwards a little bit. So I think that 40, 45 to 50 range is where you'll kind of end up today. Uh, it's up 20%. It's crazy. But I think I gave you enough. I, I don't think I was very well organized today, but I think I gave you enough. 
just to kind of finish it off with one of my favorites, Tesla, they announced that they had, um, uh, let's see, uh, Tesla, thir- 310,000 cars shipped. Um, last year at this time, it was 185,000. So it, it's, it, you can see they're almost doubling their production. And that still didn't include Berlin or Texas. Texas is opening up, I think, in a couple of weeks. Berlin is open. If you have not seen it, I posted this. There is a drone video for the Berlin factory where they take a, um, a, a drone and fly through the factory. Now, as a drone pilot, love it. It's an FPV drone, so it goes fast, flies through small spaces. Um, it is incredible. One thing to point out is take a look on the factory floor. Take a look and see how few people you see. That's impressive. That's the future of car manufacturing. And Tesla's showing it off. If you think that's good, remember, Texas is coming up. The Cybertruck will begin production uh, in Texas. That's going to be the first car where he actually is able to start with a significant capital backing. Because remember, the Model Y didn't come when Tesla was all of a sudden perfect um, and, and doing all of this. The, the Cybertruck is the first car that he will actually manufacture where the company's in a great position. Um, and that's going to happen in Texas. But take a look at that Berlin factory video. It is incredible. Tesla in pre-market, um, they were up slightly. Uh, one thing that is weighing on the stock <clears throat> is um, they can't open China. You've got this one at a MACD that is going to cross down. No doubt about it in my mind. It's going to cross down. You've got an RSI at 72. It is totally overpurchased. Um, but Tesla in the pre-market, you're at 1088, close to 1084. So it's slightly up. Um, again, you've got bad news where Shanghai couldn't open. Uh, they, they said they were planning on opening on Monday. All of a sudden, they said no, no explanation whatsoever. You know what the explanation is? Somebody tested positive for COVID. Simple, simple as that. Um, You've got the MACD kind of looking to cross up on this 200-day on a four-hour chart. I think you've got this gap here between 1010 and 1055 that was made back on March 28. Uh, I think you trade back to the uh, 1009 level, maybe the 1000. If this dips below 1,000, grab it. Simple as that. Grab it. Below 1,000, grab it. This is just like your GameStop. This is just like your uh, AMC. The only difference is this company is making money. It's crazy valuation. What's the valuation? <clears throat> P ratio is 220. It's crazy. Don't question it. Just go with it. So there you have it. Uh, I will be a little bit more organized tomorrow. Sorry to ramble on. It's been a long one. Uh, my plays for today, um, I'm looking to maybe pick up some Snap. Um, Snap stock is one that I was looking at. Um, I, I like the Twitter news. Uh, I think social media is looking at that one. Snap has been consolidating here between 35 and 37. Um, I like it to go to probably 40. Um, and, and And again, I don't necessarily know why I think that, but I do think that this one's going to 40. 
um, they've got a good business. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Oh, real quick. Jamie Dimon's annual letter came out. Strong economy, high inflation, war in Ukraine. Summarizes his letter. They will take a significant hit because of their exposure to Russia. Um, and he mentioned that. Uh, but, oh, one other thing. And I keep saying this. One other thing. Like Steve Jobs. One more thing. Um, I watched a movie over the weekend. It's called The Game of Their Lives on Showtime. Incredible movie. Can't, can't recommend it enough. It's older. Features a young um, Gerard Butler. Uh, prior to most of his movies, it looks like. It's about a 1950s World Cup win by the U.S. Unbelievable, believable story. <clears throat> and they show the, the actual team at the end, the guys who are featured in the movie. So that's it. Hit me up on Twitter. Talk to you later. Bye.